Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It is here. We are here. Well, most of us are here for the final Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. My daily sister, Stephanie Chase, is here looking illustrious, as well as Sat E, who looks like he's on his way to a court hearing. And we are here to celebrate <laughs> 14 months of Wrestling Daily. <laughs> 14 which, he, which he needs after tonight. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's stop. I want... I thought we were roasting Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Roasting me. How dare you, Steph? You spark over there. And and you know what? Get a tie. All right. Get a tie. This dude, this dude looked like he's about to be an altar boy at the Baptist church down the corner. You know what? Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out, guys. This is not fair. I thought we would come here together with a roast Alex, and it turns out roast E. Don't roast me. I'm not feeling well. I'm tired. We were going to roast Alex because he is not here yet. Do not worry for the final edition of Wrestling Daily. He would not let anything stop him from being here. But, you know, he's going to be showing up fashionably late because he is the Irish chief. But we're going to talk about the year that was from 2021. Any Wrestling Daily memories, we'll hear from you guys in the live chat. We'll open that up. Of course, your Ultra Chats are always welcome. But this right here is the final wrestling daily hello it is me your true hill phenom sp3 not alex mccarthy as it says above my head here but we are here for the alex mccarthy's wrestling daily live finale i am here with miss dynamite lady rampage herself Miss Stephanie Chase, what's going on? Hey, SP3. Hey, Sat. Uh, it's me, Stephanie. SP3, as it says above me. Uh, it's <laughs> oh, it's a bittersweet night, isn't it? The end of Wrestling Daily. But I'm very glad that we all get to do it together, even if Daddy is late as usual. But yeah. <laughs> since since they love me uh, singing, that that reminds me of one of my favorite songs. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Wherever he left his hat was his home. And when he died, all he left was us alone. I think I think I need to do a remix, man. So it needs to be Papa was a rolling stone. 
he dropped a weight bench on his toe. <laughs> <laughs> and all one. his kids were lonely. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. That's the hit right there. And we haven't even introduced Set E, the young E. And what does the E stand for on our finale here? Uh, e stands for Ebenezer Scrooge because I hate Christmas, guys. <laughs> what? What? I don't. Listen, Christmas is crap. Christmas is a rich person's holiday. If you're a poor kid. To be fair, he did say he wanted us <laughs> to just do it ourselves. So, so. That is true. That is true. <laughs> and look at this. Look at this. While, while Sat was being a, a Ebenezer Scrooge, the Irish chief is here. You traitors. Starting the show without me. What kind of family is this? We one of, you, one you with an unreliable father. You do have it's to true. you do have to hear Steph's song because you know we said our papa wasn't here for wrestling daily for the moment. So I said it reminded me of Papa was a Rolling Stone, wherever he left his hat was his home. And Steph mm. said she came up with a new version. You want to sing it for Alex? Yeah, can you sing with me, SB3? Can you know the oh, words? Of course, right? wow. of course, of oh. course. One, two, two three. three. Papa, Papa was a, was a rolling stone. stone. <laughs> he dropped he a left his bench, bench on his on toe. His toe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a backup dancer trying to find the rhythm to this song, you know. I'm trying to go with uh, it. It's like, yeah. I don't feel like any connections with people's friends there. Like, diamond. <laughs> You know, but it was good. It was sung well. Listen, I have a, I have a good reason. I don't know if you've sh shared this with people thus far. No, not yet. I have a good reason why I was late, right? I, I don't know if I'll be able to even show this. I broke my toe today. Ah! Oh. I, just, I just got oh back from the gosh. hospital. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if anyone has seen my Instagram, um, but I was moving a bench to do a bench press this morning, and I dropped it on my toe. And then as the day got worse, man, I had a head bigger than Louis Dangor after a hot take. And it was not good. Uh, it was not good. And, and I was convinced to go to uh, the hospital. And there it is. Little By the wife, right? The, the wife top. was like, don't, don't just yeah. power through it. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, it's a toe. What the f*** are they going to do? They're not going to strap up a toe. But apparently you need to take, like, I didn't know this. You need to take tablets because broken bones can get really badly infected i didn't know this but yeah so that's why you have to go to hospital for little things like that there you go lesson learned today but, wow yeah anyway my toes hey everybody it is wrestling daily the final episode man um what what any emotional week it has been for the wrestling daily family but let me tell you this is miss dynamite's night hey steph how are hey, you alex I'm really good, thank you. I mean, I've already said that because SP3 did the introductions, but now that you're here, um, I'm. I, I really hope your toe heals. That sounds terrible. I hate mm. feet. I would hate to have to go somewhere <laughs> where someone has to look at slash touch my feet or even talk yeah. about feet at all. Um, and I just don't think. I think that you really need to take it easy, man, because you did throw your back out lifting the child not too long ago, <laughs> and now this has happened. What the and, heck? You know, like listen, just take it. Listen. Easy, Steph, you know, you don't you Steph don't need said, to be like pumping iron before wrestling daily, man. No, this is it. Look, Steph, you said you like older men once, and I was like, Oh, my back, oh, my back, uh, <laughs> and I was like, Daddy, yeah, 
<laughs> what the I heck like, am Steph, I watching, guys? I, I was like, Ste- <laughs> Steph will f- love this. Oh my back! Hey, listen. Uh, no, she's not wrong. I keep I keep hurting myself at will. It needs to stop. It needs to stop. But the reason I did that for Steph is it, we've all had our own nights tonight, and unfortunately, this is just the way it goes where it ends. But lest we forget, Thursday nights yeah. were always Steph Chase nights. Uh, and the reason I bring that up is funny because do you remember Steph when we were forming this show mm-hmm. and Louie really wanted Thursdays? Yes. And Steph was yes. like, nah, mate. Nah, no, <laughs> nah mate. <laughs> Listen, that no, was this conversation. She bullied him out of it in a heartbeat. And it was like, right, well, that's that then. I wouldn't shaft AEW like that. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> We needed she some knowledge on him. Thursday. She big know. leagued him. She went, little he, boy. He, he didn't stand a chance. Tuesday. He, he didn't stand a chance. Bless him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what a great decision that was, though, because Thursdays have become synonymous with Steph and, you know, the hot take queen, the ultra trap machine. Uh, what a great time to be alive that was. Uh, man, mm-hmm. feels weird bringing it to a close it really does here on wrestling does, daily but yes. in this next hour we're hopefully going to have some fun uh i i i just want it to be the good time it was always intended to be so you in the live chat if you have anything you want to ask us anything ask all of us anything uh, anything anything yeah. um yeah. then you know what to do just put the little cue before your comment and we'll be sure to read them out on the show uh i sincerely doubt in fact i'm going to guarantee this won't be the last time i do a show with either of these three people but cherish it as the last time here on wrestling daily after a solid 14 month run what wrestler had a solid 14 month run trying to think who came and went in 14 months ronda rousey maybe (laughs) title run (laughs) there you go till the rock said you know what i fancy number 10 (laughs) out you get for no no reason uh, no, reason. <laughs> no reason at all. And I'm the biggest rock fan ever. But anyway, uh, we digress. Shall we start before we get into the awards? Winter is coming wasn't f- bad, was it? Jesus. Uh, I watched it this afternoon. As boo. someone who, uh, it, it, yeah, boo. Uh, get, get some kids, Steph. Right? It's, 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 <laughs> no. Hey, hey I, got, I got kids. All, all my like... men are too old to give me kids. Come on. <laughs> that's, a, that's part of the targeting, isn't it, Steph? You're like, come on. They, they get frozen sperms. <laughs> sperms. Frozen sperm. Plurals. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. I. <laughs> what are we doing? Anyway. Um, I, I, so I think it's not always easy to watch an hour-long match. Don't get me wrong. Daniel Bryan's had two this year that were bloody amazing. Um, but every, even with the best of competitors, sometimes I'm a bit like, man, an hour. It's hard to be invested and really engrossed throughout. I did not have that problem last night. Really physical. Um, I thought the closing sequence was really uh, maybe even better than the Kenny Bryan closing sequence. You, you, I could argue. Um, I loved it. Danielson, to me, if not the best of his generation, is seriously one of the best ever. I, I would have that debate with people. Uh, Steph, let's start with you, Miss Dynamite herself. What did you make of that first hour of Winter is Coming? Firstly, when it started, I was like, what the heck Tony like you're starting with this world title match like you're meant to tease us a bit first you know meant to work up to like this big something as big as but 
really it blew my mind that it was going on first but then um it was an incredible match like it did not feel like an hour at all and i don't even think that they overplayed the whole time you know limit stuff like that much as you sometimes see when it's like too telegraphed because i was watching it you know as the minutes progressed being like are they really going an hour and I think that Danielson is absolutely one of the best ever, like just in ring, technically like talented, just so amazing. But Hangman really, um, I think, brought his A game. And I think that Hangman really held his own. And Hangman, I think, is someone that uh, shines the most in the highest pressure situations that he's been in rather than just like match to match, but you put him in a big one that's for the world title, defending the world title, whatever, like that's where he really comes alive. There were some really great spots in this match. Um, one, like just watching it along, it was so easy to get invested in and absolutely enthralled in. I was just, like shouting stuff at the TV. I loved how yeah. the fans just totally accepted like Brian being a heel, like they're just along for that ride and Hangman being the guy. And, as it edged closer to like that 60 minute mark i think that yeah he'd gone for the draw with kenny so you're thinking like will they do a draw again and i think that was absolutely the right decision like i don't get people you know being you know pissed that they they ran out of time i think this is great for brian danielson you don't put the title on him but he's never actually been pinned it's really good and it gives them a really good it's not over story just the same as it's not over between danielson and kenny either um so yeah i just thought it was wonderful i thought it was hangman's best moment i thought it was like the match was better than his match with kenny where he won the title i think it's hangman's absolute like, best match of all time i think it's one of the best tv matches of all time uh it just feels hard to say that because we're less than 24 hours away from it but incredible match it is a risk to put to start a show with an hour straight of wrestling and i really applaud aew for doing it and saying like we are that promotion we're that wrestling promotion and if you grew up on wrestling where they talk for like 20 30 minutes at the beginning of the show like this is something different we're just we're here for the wrestling but they had enough drama and enough storyline in it for it to be entertaining for the entire hour i thought all of dynamite flew by it was awesome i loved it you know, when you think of Dynamite's been going for what, like just over two years at this point, there yeah. haven't been that many time limit draws. Like, I can count on one hand, I think, mm -hmm. right? There's been four six, or five, I believe. Six, I believe six, okay. Six, yeah. Um, but either way, I think they've been used very, very well in Spire. It's just because yeah. Vincent Mann kind of strayed away from the southern wrestling where you used to get it. Um, I feel like Tony Khan has utilized it really well with the right people. And mm -hmm. last night, as Steph correctly pointed out, was. Uh, intended to be the coming out party for Hangman Page as the guy. And to yeah. put him with Brian Danielson in that spot, I think was absolutely tremendous. Sat, what did you make of it? Uh, and and Hangman's stock coming out of such a, well, it's, it's going to go down as a historic match, I think. <clears throat> the match was a palate cleanser for people that spent 20 years watching the WWE style because not a lot of people watch New Japan or All Japan or Pro Wrestling Noah because uh, it's, a, it's a custom in Japan to do long, hour-long Broadway matches. But last night, it educated Broadway, wrestling brother. fan. 
Broadway, brother. <laughs> showbiz. <laughs> showbiz. Yeah, I feel like it educated a lot of wrestling fans in, in, the, in the States, especially. Because in the UK, we do hour-long matches. We're conditioned to it. But in the States, they used to like 15 to 20 minutes being like the longest match, WWE-style match. But seeing in AEW, because some people... Like it was mostly a positive review for the match, but some people said it was too long, or some people said it was a bit disappointing, or whatever, because you can't please everyone. I feel like that match was an indication to let the fans know that AEW will not do things like WWE because Impact used to be guilty of being too much like WWE, watching what WWE is doing, and we have to follow the trend as well. AEW is trying to establish we're going to promote wrestling, and this is a wrestling show. Sometimes we put a world title as the opening match. And like you said, they put the right people in there and you're, you're, you're darn right that uh, Hangman Page, this was a coming out party for him as a big deal, as a main event player who can hang with anyone to do hour-long matches. So I thought the match was incredible. The pacing of the match was great because pacing is important. You yeah, can have an hour-long match and you can feel like it's dragging out and it should have ended like 15 minutes. Like some of the like the Lucha Brothers and you know the Young Buck matches where it just goes over long where you should have finished it five minutes ago. But I feel like the way they tell the story, it opened up much more you know possibilities and i can't wait I, I thought it was a great match and the show was incredible in general i, I just love the fact that danielson left wwe and it's in, within six months he was like you know i'm gonna go an hour with omega and i'm gonna go an hour with hangman like the i can't imagine the stuff he was pitching in wwe and they were just like nah, who wants to do hours these days everyone everyone would like to see it um sb3 i guess the simple question off the back of that heavy brian danielson praises man like where is he in wrestling folklore right now? Like his body of work at the moment, I, I, to me, it's, it's on another level since he's gone to AEW, which I didn't think I would could really say because I love Daniel Bryan. But Bryan Danielson at this point, oh my God, he's in a different stratosphere, to, in my opinion. I mean, it, it's not even a, a question anymore. Like I've, I've said this for a long time. Bryan Danielson is my favorite wrestler of all time because I got to see him start off in Ring of Honor, make it to the heights of WWE. But this AEW run is just, I, I, I have I've been doing like year-end awards for True Hill Heat year-end awards on Saturday. And literally, Bryan Danielson has like six match of the year candidates from just his AEW run. He's only been here since September, people. Like it's just unreal. Right. And that, that hour, that hour long draw was just like Brian Danielson just has a certain pacing to his matches where it never feels as long as it's been going. Like I had to look at my phone like 35 minutes in and realize, yo, they've been in the ring for over half an hour. And then when they went to the next commercial, I was like, oh, when they did the, I think it was like they did the first commercial after 20 minutes, the next commercial after like another 10. And then there was like a quick commercial after that, like five minutes after the action had already started, it went back to commercial. I was like, oh, this is, it might be going an hour. This is like the longest AEW match ever. It was Hangman Page that impressed me the most because I expect this from Brian Danielson, honestly, but Hangman Page really impressed me because like Steph said, he just steps up in these big matches. I don't think this match was better than full gear against Omega, but it's one of the best TV matches of the year, right up there with Rosa versus Baker and Omega versus Brian. As far as, as, far as American Dragon, where he ranks as far as in-ring goats, we talked about this over on True Hill Heat YouTube channel earlier today, but I think he's in the top five, top six greatest in-ring performers of all time. You could say it's Brian, Brian Danielson, Brett the Hitman Hart, um, 
whether you agree with what he does outside of the ring or not. Chris Benoit is in that conversation as well. Eddie Guerrero. I don't, I don't think anyone agrees with it, for the record. Kurt, but yeah. Kurt Angle, uh, Shawn Michaels. Those are the guys that I would they put are the guys. That, that, that. Those are the goats. And Brian and Danielson. Kenny. Kenny, but, Kenny deserves to be in and around that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But Brian Danielson has just taken things to a whole nother level. And just this matchup just alone, 60 minutes on national TV. The last time we saw that was back in 2003 with Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle, which I consider the greatest Iron Man match in WWE history. Uh, this is not, and this, this is not even Brian Danielson's best AEW match to me. So, so that, that tells you how great it is. There is stuff that I can nitpick from this match, but that might take away from how much of a classic it is. But I do feel the right finish was Hangman winning with like two minutes to go because I felt like the energy was the highest when the fans felt like time was running out. There was that, that was that the fans were kind of on the back of their seat and then they went to the edge of their seat when Justin Roberts says five minutes to go. So to have them on that edge of the seat and then end it with just like a minute to go, it's a, it's a finish that nobody would have expected. It puts over Brian, it puts over Brian Danielson because he could say it almost took you an hour to beat me. Hangman gets the big win and you can have a rematch following that. But I understand this match was to set up the main event of Battle of the Belt. So it makes sense. Yeah. So. I, I, I all praise to Brian Danielson, Hangman Page, and AEW for what they put I, together last night. I'm okay with the finish, exactly what you said, because I know where we're going with it. But I must say, when he hit the dead eye, and there was only a few minutes left, I was like, ah, oh, like you know, maybe, maybe that would have been the one. And yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm one of those people that, um, after watching a million takeovers where a million finishes don't do it, I kind of like it when, you know, like one wing angle will just do it or. If someone has a powerful finisher and that finally gets the job done, as long as you build around to help. I mean, like Orton and McIntyre did that really well last year. Like if somebody could hit either of their finisher, it was going to be it. And yeah, even though they did that feud way too long. Anyway, Danielson, uh, to me, as a babyface and heel, is perhaps one of the most versatile performers I've ever seen as well. Like he is incredible on both ends of the spectrum. Steph, I know that you've been a big Jericho fan down the years, a master of reinvention. CM Punk obviously is is great in both roles as well. What's your favorite performer who could do heel or face at the highest level? Ooh, of all time? Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I will. Uh, oh, gosh, that's so hard. I'm trying to decide between two. Okay, I've got to go with Jericho. Uh, yeah, absolutely um he what he did like how he came into wcw and it was like a, a more bland baby face and then how he turned it with like just one of my favorite heel characters ever that he did in wcw and then everything he did in in wwe as well and like a lot of that was heel work especially towards the end and now like what we've got to see in in AEW, like being the first champion doing the, the champion gimmick and oh. just being the like just asshole leader of the inner circle heel and how 
well he turned that into how he's received by the fans now um yeah absolutely I think he's someone that can lend himself to either like heel or face because he's just really good at getting the crowd in the palm of his hand I agree uh Sat SB3 I'll open it up if you got who are your most versatile favorites Sat oh man originally I used to say like The Rock but you know what? Give Brian Danielson his flowers. He deserves to right? be up there. He deserves no, he, no, he deserves. But I'm gonna go with Brian Danielson for the simple case of like this guy can play underdog, and yeah, he grin, eating prick. This, yeah. this prick with a punch in the mouth, especially back in RH. I used to love to see his get ass get whipped. That Roderick Strong chop. He had that bruise on his chest for like three, four weeks, subsequently, <laughs> like each match and stuff like that. So Brian Danielson, he, you know, you can empathize with him and he also can be a prick. I feel like there's layers to his character. When he was the Planets champion, you know, he was about the environment. This one is a guy who basically says, I don't respect you. I'm going to kick your head in and take your title. So there's layers when he, when his hill run, it's very like subtle. It doesn't beat you over the head with it. So I like the fact that he does little things. That's really good. Honorable mention to Sami Zayn as well. Sami Zayn's great as a face and a heel. He can dial it up, you know, which side of the knob, but yeah, Brian Danielson for me. Yeah. Top notch. You said, you said it perfectly with the shit eating grin. He's so good at that. The thing with yeah. the thing about Brian is that in whatever role Brian's in, he gets momentum like that. Right, he could he in WWE right before WrestleMania. What was he really doing, right? And then he could just as soon as he wants to turn it on, it takes one match, one segment. There he is, back where he was. Uh, well, hey, Matt, you, one three? more thing as well. One more, sorry, one more thing as well. Also, the the best thing I need to point out as well when he changes style, when he becomes a heel, he changes up his style in the ring as well. His ring work more reflects vicious. what side. Yeah, he's more yeah. vicious, and even the whole going underneath the ropes and stuff like the subtle things that people don't do anymore. Old school heel tactics that he takes on. He does really well storytelling. He's very underrated in storytelling as well. He's really good at that. So yeah, Brian Danielson is a, is great when it comes to swifting momentum in terms of his character working the ring. So yeah, Sid, what you got, brother? Um, I would say it's between The Rock and uh, CM Punk. I say those two and Hulk Hogan are the only ones that could say they played the face and the heel role as the top guy of the company. Like I, I think Chris Jericho is fantastic at both, but he's never been the top face of a company. Uh, I think Brian Danielson is brilliant, brilliant at both, but the Planet Champion run, like I loved it at the time being, but in retrospect, it's probably my least favorite version of Brian Danielson because it feels Ooh. too much like a gimmick. It's not, it's like this heel, heel version of Brian Danielson is just an extension of who he was playing when he was a babyface, similar to what he was in Ring of Honor. Whereas when he was the Planet Champion, when he was anger management, Daniel Bryan, those are gimmicks given to him by WWE or WWE telling him, be you, but turn it up to 10. You know, their favorite thing. So, Didn't he so, make good out of a lot of shit, though? <laughs> like, yeah. I was say, if, you, I mean, if you take that into account, he did great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. He takes, he takes, he takes, uh, I will say it because, you know, the swear jar, we could retire it after today, but he turns yeah. chicken into chicken salad every single time. Go. But now he's being given chicken salad and he's making it into great poupon so it's just like he's like he's like he's like he's like takes it to a different level but i feel rock 
did it like corporate rock was the top heel of the company then the people champion was the top baby face hollywood rock like the list goes on and on of, of great top heel and baby face characters the rock had cm punk did it in one title run where he was the number one pop most popular baby face and then flipped the script at a time where everyone loved cm punk he was able to get booed like that that is one of the greatest feats of CM Punk or any professional wrestler's career. Like, if you would have told me after the pipe bomb that CM Punk would become the most hated heel in WWE, I would have never believed you. But he did it. So, after uh, roll roll 1000, that turn. Yeah, man. Yes. Um, Sat, SB3 mentioned Hulk Hogan in there. We've well established. What do we think of him on this show? Oh, he's a <laughs> Absolute. <laughs> You know, the piece of shit. racist. If I ever see him, you know, he's too old. I ain't gonna hit the guy, but yeah, he's a piece of. Shit. Oh, I but thought yeah. we were just gonna I say Hulk Hogan, but you know, no, yeah, fine. yeah. I'll, I'll have Steph you know, brought up a fist and just punch him in the nuggets. You know, I have you know. hit it, Hulk Hogan, for so long. <laughs> macho Man, by the way, Macho Man, he did like same Punk did a Macho Man. Won the titles a baby face, and he, within that title run, turned turned heel. So yeah, Macho Man's another guy done that in the title run as well. I want to shout him out because yeah, he's better than that bitch. Hulk always, Hogan. always <laughs> choose Macho Man. Like, yeah, man, Hogan. It's like my early—I mean, my earliest wrestling memories are just not understanding Hulk Hogan's appeal and loving Macho Man so much, mm. <laughs> and so it continues. Like, oh. Anyway. I feel like the UK, the UK were heavy Bret Hart people as well. I felt yeah. like yeah. in the in yeah. the nineties, I, I felt like Bret was the biggest star by a mile when I was he a kid. Was. I I I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's how I felt anyway. Um, winter is coming. Other results: Sheeta pick up a victory over Serena Deeb, which was pretty cool. Jackknife, um, and then MJF does the three P, picks up the diamond once again. Uh, um, what do we make? Of MJF making it three in a row, Steph. I guess without putting him in a title picture, it's an easy way to say, hey, this is another one of our top guys. I think it's good. There's all there's obviously this is a lot a long term thing, and we'll see what happens when he ends up coming, you know, face to face with Hangman as champion or whoever the champion is, if it's further down the line. I would I would tweak this um diamond ring whole thing i mean i would have just had a battle royal dante wins and he faces mjf like to basically hold the ring yeah yeah. You know, like, yeah i would do I'd that and i think that i would also make more during the year of him being because i know when the match ended they were like another year of mjf bragging about having the diamond ring and i feel like we don't actually hear about it much it's just like a weapon he uses rather than him you know, it really being like put out there that this is kind of like almost like another title like that he actually holds. Um, so I think I would make more of it than just having it like, uh, a, you know, once a year gimmick like this. I don't have it defended once a year, but, you know, I'd, I'd have him make more of it. But I think it's a good idea for MJF. I mean, that he suits this more than anyone else. Like imagine the old Dante with this ring. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, it's strange. Uh, he's it. 
the whole thing seems purpose built for him. If anything, I'd have him losing it, lose it next year and lose it to Wardlow if they want to hold off on that long enough and mm. be like have him the guy that you know MJF then has to hand his ring over to to Wardlow and that is don't, like don't, the absolute end of them. Don't you think they're ramping that up a little bit, Steph? The segment I with do Wardlow think yesterday. They are, but mm. this is why sometimes I'm watching and I'm like, calm down, guys, because we've got we've got Punk and MJF here, which is you know, the kind of punk dream feud within the the AEW universe that was established before punk entered. And then we've got this yeah. Wardlow thing that's been bubbling. And I'm just like, where is it all going to go? You know, like, well, what's going to happen here? Which is exciting. But I do think they're ramping up the Wardlow thing because of the whole, like, Sean Spears taking that phone call. Um, mm. And the crowd... There are very into Wardlow, which is great. I've always said it's all elite Wardlow all the way. Um, but yeah, I feel you. like that's I've backed you. I yeah, I feel like that's coming, but I think it kind of would be better if there was you know something at stake that really ends the stuff between them where Wardlow has that moment of you know, if if um yeah, where he has this moment of like, why am I being subservient to this guy when I could take this ring and you know win it and be that man so we'll you, see but do th- yeah do you think by the time they split mjf's the champ no because oh it's really it's that's very hard <laughs> because hangman's title win is going to be the hardest to end because he was the most built up of getting a title reign of anyone. And actually today I was looking at like the, like the length of time that um, each champion held the belt for. And obviously Kenny's the longest, Jericho's the shortest, Moxie's in the middle. And all of them, the number of title defenses they actually had was insane. Uh, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was something like Jericho four, Moxie six, Kenny 10 or something like actual like title defenses. So I was just thinking like, it's going to be really hard to place Hangman um, with how long his reign is just because it was the one we were waiting for. And if he ends up getting like a shorter reign, I mean, I assume he'll get a shorter reign than Kenny, but if he gets a shorter reign than the other two, it's just, I don't know. But then he's like such a baby face and it's just going to be really hard. But I I honestly think that MJS, the next champion, um, I do. I think, I think that that's what's going to happen. But then, then that that gives me problems with Wardlow because Wardlow is absolutely not ready at all to be near that spot of feuding with yeah. a champion. So Agreed. that breakup, you have to put that in the right place too. And it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But <laughs> I, I to guess. the original point, maybe, maybe. it's... Sorry, go on, continue. I, I was just going to say, it's really good that MJF has this diamond ring because he has not had a title yet in AEW. He's currently feuding with with uh, CM Punk. He has come off a feud with Chris Jericho. He's had these big feuds, but yet has, and he previously uh, in the past has feuded with Cody. So he gets the big names, but he's never had gold. So let him have the ring. I think it's good. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you never know. You could do the Wardlow-MJF split when MJF loses the belt and he kind of blames Wardlow and there's, I don't know. There, there's ways I guess you could do it. But um. SB3, I saw you jump in there before that, by the way. I see that uh, Romeo says that he's seen my terrible toe <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, wow. You, you know, don't 
Stay away from I'm not looking. If you're, if you're <laughs> no, I will not Stop, be looking. Starting OnlyFans. I don't want to see anyone's OnlyFans. Oh, my gosh. For your toes. Oh, my God. Um, get some money. Ah, yeah. toes. <laughs> I'm done. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. In every area code. Now, what, I was, what I was gonna say is that I don't see Hangman Page's title ring going too long, and I never did before he won the title. Ooh. I was like, I think MJF's gonna be him at Revolution, and everything we've seen on television since then points to that as well. Because CM Punk and MJF are both heavily teasing whoever wins their their matchup is gonna be the next in line for the title so i think i think mjf beat cm punk on january 5th the first dynamite on tbs and then we start the build to mjf versus hangman page at revolution where mjf wins and i just don't think hangman page needs to have a long title run because you build them up for two two years the chase it the the, the title reign never lives up to the chase it, I've been watching wrestling for over 30 years, and that's always the case. But it's a long chase to the title. The title reign just doesn't really, uh, you know, add up to it. I mean, probably the only one in my lifetime that I ever saw, like, chase the title for a long time and then have a title reign that was worth it was Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then even thinking back on that, he only held the title for three months his first run. So it's like those first title runs don't need to be like the other title runs we had in AEW. I think the short title run kind of benefits itself to Hangman winning it down again, down the road. I could see that happening. Mm. I think MJF wins it at Revolution. And I think following our, our, our former debate, I think CM Punk wins it from MJF at All Out 2020. I mean, 2022. Where you at, Sat? Why, why am I looking at it? What's going on? What's happened to him? He left. He left. He didn't he like my opinion. He dipped. He said, no, I've had enough of this. I've had enough of this. Uh, uh, I mean, I was going to ask him, so I'll ask Steph instead. Um, let's play devil's advocate. If Punk beats MJF, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I presume Punk will want to put him over. But let's just say that Punk wins. Does he take it from Hangman? No. No. I so I agree with SB3. The chase is always best, obviously. Um, I do think that the only thing that kind of would make me go against giving because revolution, I think that would be super short, um, as far as like the length of title reign goes. And because it's AEW and the stuff they've done in the past, I'm I d I don't think that like the, the title is not necessarily gonna change hands, you know, at a pay-per-view. There's like so many opportunities in between from revolution like to the next one. But I just think that they do kind of have like it's not even an, an issue because I can't even work out whether it's like that bad or that good, but they do have something about like the ha- presentation of of a champion and like how their champions aren't the focal point. I do think that Jericho is the only champion so far that has been like champion as vocal point. And that's because he was the first one. And then once it started getting like everything getting established, when Moxie was champion, there was so much else going on that you could like focus on, especially with Kenny and, and Hangman. And then with Kenny, during Kenny's title win, it was all kicking off. Like there was so, so much more like that was vocally, uh, part of the show and that's you get that when someone like CM Punk comes in as well so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how Ka- Hangman really carries himself as champion for however long he has it and see because he's not as strong a personality as some other people 
on that show and it will be interesting to see like how much he puts himself in that spotlight to be like I am the company's champion or if he carries himself as just like you know a great wrestler who's in really good storylines good matches whatever but just happens to be the champion if you know what I mean rather than you're like guy like the way that the way that you know you cannot dispute that Roman is the guy on Smackdown and like you could come into that show cold and know that he's he man he's got the B, the BDE on that show but like AEW, <laughs> he really does as far yeah as far as AEW they're like champion number like two and three could really do their exact same things kind of without the belt. Like it wasn't, you know, like this is like the yeah. absolute vocal point. But I mean, also that comes from, they have like a freaking amazing roster because CM Punk and Brian Danielson are both there. And like the, the people that you're fighting with for attention on that show, for screen time, for matches for the crowd is like it, it crazy. So I think it's going to be tough for Hangman. Um, for his title reign to in any way live up to how much we wanted him to have the moment. Yeah, I definitely uh, agree with that, especially with the how the champions have been presented. Like Chris Jericho was presented as the, the biggest star in the company. Even John Moxley, to an extent, even when he wasn't on the show, whenever he was on camera and he had like a two minute promo, it felt like the most important thing on the show. And even with Kenny Omega in the, the first couple of months before Punk, Cole, and Danielson comes in, he even if he's not on the show, he felt important because they're talking about, oh, he just won the Impact title. Oh, he's the Triple H here. So he feels important. Hangman Page, it has not felt like that the past month. No. And he's been the biggest <laughs> victim of CM Punk and MJF's feud, honestly, because the attention mm -hmm. is all over there and it has taken it away from Hangman Page. So I hope after the Broadway last night with Brian Danielson, that they focus more on their feud. Now, don't just give me Danielson killing the Dark Order. Give me some Hangman promo. Give me some Hangman matches in the buildup to Battle of the Belts. Yep. Could not agree more. Uh, we've done a, a fair slice on AEW here. So let's jump into some Ultra Chats because we've got a lot, guys. A lot. Bring them Give us the money. Seven, Give us the got money. nine. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. listen, we, we, you know, we're not even getting this cash. What's going on? Uh, right, Mayo Painsville Dan, uh, who's made a very hearty donation, by the way, says, uh, tonight is a sad night, but also a bright night because you can take on different challenges when one door closes, another one opens. Maybe not immediately, but it will happen. You are very good people, insanely talented. Good will happen. Hashtag. Dex Express. <laughs> of course, it would be the Dex Express, but I'm sure I speak for all of us when I say we appreciate you, Mayor of Painsville, Dan. Um, one of the good eggs from the start, wasn't he, guys? Wasn't he? Yes, absolutely. One of those names that you just saw coming back every every week, which is always so wonderful to see, and just made us all feel like we were really, you know, doing something that people enjoyed. Once you see like the same names coming back, it's really yeah. nice feeling. I feel also like he was our favorite. German correspondent. <laughs> he yes. was. Uh, one of my favorite uh, appearances on the Tuesday calling was Mayor Painsville Dan uh, coming on and talking about Brian Danielson and apple seeds and how apples like the sperm or, or something yes. like that we're eating. Sperm of apple. <laughs> yes. That's one of my favorite ones, favorite appearances ever on the Tuesday calling. So, yeah, Mayor Painsville Dan, uh, thank you so much for your help and your promotion. And you're the reason why I could potentially be facing Luke for that championship. 
So yeah, thank you. You're very uh you're very sperm centric tonight, Sat. <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't know where this has come from. Listen, to stop saying that, my partner will not like me talking about sperm on air. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not full, I'm, I'm not holding a gun to your head. Listen, <laughs> listen, if it's all being X-rated, I can be X-rated too. Let's all throw in PGNS out of the window. We can throw up the hard R. I mean, let's relax. Let's relax. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling sperm. All right, Nate S says, thanks all. Really enjoyed the shows and following on Twitter now. Uh, I still want to see you in Quizomania War Games. Uh, don't let them keep ducking you i mean it's not the question uh ollie davis when uh when we were talking about what's next after the show did mention that uh there are some possibilities still with quizzlemania in the in the near future so wouldn't that be great a reunion there where we could we could put some damage down i'm just saying i don't think yeah, we could be beaten i don't think we could be beaten as a quad i've said it uh, I think they're scared of Steph. They don't want to face Steph. That's what they haven't invited they're, her. They're scared of Steph. They know Steph will come in there and mop the floor of some of the people on that show. Quizomania. Just, just so you, you a spoiler alert for the Wrestle Talk guys. You know who's betting cleanup for Wrestling Daily. It's right here. This is the, this is the member that comes in like Braun Breaker and destroys the other team. Stephanie Chase. I never know what angle to point, but I'm trying, <laughs> Steph. Me too. I'm trying, Steph. That's why I'm it's happy. You, you just, Steph. You just break. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm bending my fingers like. Yeah, man, that's hard. Um, Carol wants Rowcroft. Ah, we, we all love Carol. And, of course, Chris, the amazing love story that is the fabric of Wrestling Daily. Just wanted to say how much Wrestling Daily has meant to me. All the hosts have been wonderful. Memories made and laughter. Thank you for having a place. Well, everyone knows your name. Oh, it's like cheers. Oh. Everybody uh, knows your name. The, the running's happening again. Ah! Do, 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 do. And they're name. always glad you came. Dude. This is the last Running! Yes! Yeah. Yeah. You got chocolate on your mouth? Yeah. What can you see on TV? Can you see Daddy's friends? Yeah. yeah. What did you have for dinner? Uh, pizza. You had pizza? Where's my lucky? Lucky her. I don't know. Ask her for her thoughts on Goldberg. What do you think about <laughs> Goldberg? Is he bad? <laughs> <laughs> this is Daddy's last show, so you'll be no no, no more run-ins after this, no? What are you doing up anyway? Um, um. <laughs> what are you gonna go do now? Milk. You're gonna drink milk. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm go to bed and give daddy a kiss then. Mm-hmm. And wave bye bye to the people. Bye. Wave. Bye. Thank you for watching my show. It's not your show. <laughs> Hit the bricks. That was great. That was great. <laughs> the name is McCarthy. <laughs> she big leads you. <laughs> she did. She and she she took off off that ramp like the rock when he came back to help Mick Foley. Man, it was rapid. Um, right. Anyway, Carol's message wasn't actually over. Um, she said, uh, "Everyone knows your name, and it's glad you came. I get to take the best from here forever." I got Chris. I love you, honey. Ah, listen. I don't know how, but we need to be involved in this wedding ceremony in some way. The, oh, my the first couple of wrestling Jesus. daily. What's the backstory, yes. guys? I don't think I know the backstory of this. 
they met they met through our live chat on wrestling daily cm chris and mm. carol wong so they were first break it down they are they, they got engaged and everything right yeah they're engaged that's mad. We, we we were the yeah. love connection. We were Chuck Woolery. Hey, I was still the whole black. family is joining us. So that forget That's Tinder. Right. Come to well, you can't come, come to Wrestling Daily, but <laughs> yeah. Would you want to oh, say well. to the people on the show? Go to come to the old episodes. And come you get someone going. You still watching right? this? I'm sure. I'm sure there's gonna be somebody. Just be. I like to comment. I like to comment from six months ago. (laughs) All right, listen, you gonna go to bed? Give us a kiss then. Uh, Kiss, kiss. Ah, Kiss, kiss. Ah! (laughs) Don't know, sell my kisses. Oh, that's a big kiss. (laughs) Careful of daddy's toe. You're a reckless worker. (laughs) All right, get out of here. Going right after the injured part. Yes, it does, man. (laughs) No joke, I got out of the hospital. I, I brought them the pizza and put on my toe. Straight, like, I can't tell you. Oh, look yeah. at this. Former former uh, special guest host of... Hi, Mr. John Alba. John Alba. Saying congrats, congrats on a great run. Also, John Alba was a part of the infamous Minneapolis dinner with myself and Stephanie Chase. The most controversial Indeed. dinner of any wrestling fans of the year. So, Great to see you, John. Great to see you, John. Get to bed. Thank you, brother John. What a great co-host uh, he was as well. Um, yeah, and my daughter's just giving me the business over here. Anyway, um, see, we just came up with a new name for, for the show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Demon Demon Slayer just came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh Do, is that my T-shirt? Do I finally get a T-shirt now? At Wrestle Sperm. At yeah. Wrestle Sperm. Uh, yep. uh, look at John. Look at John. Well, it ain't gonna be my T-shirt. <laughs> no. That's because you're the good egg, Steph. You are the definition. Of a good egg. Stuff. <laughs> don't, don't, start talking egg. About eggs I... now. don't start talking about eggs, Alex. I'm the rotten egg now. Am I the rotten egg? Oh, every time it's the four of us, this goes off the rails. Off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Utter filth. Um, anyway, yeah, the show has gone off the rails, no doubt. Yes. Uh, Lizzie Stallion has an ultra chat. Seriously, there's so many going on here. Um, just a final chat to show appreciation for the WD presenters, mods, and chat friends. You know what? That means a lot to me, the chat friends part, because I, I feel like, and you can see it in the turnout tonight, so many names that you recognize. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure, like, SB3 and Steph, like, you'll know some of the people that followed you over to your shows as well. Yeah. Like, that means a lot to me that, that you know, these people kind of became like it a does. community. I, I love that. But, um, where is the rest of the message? Sorry. Uh, sending big love to everyone. See you on the next adventure. Lizzie, thank you very much, my dear. Uh, Cyclone says, big, big love for the final episode of the Good Egg Central. Uh, I'll be keeping the support on all four of you forever. Cyclone, man, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Cyclone, hope you, listen, is he subscribed to Sat's new YouTube channel? This is a good time to plug that, Sat. It's not... It's not a new YouTube channel. It was one that I've had for a while, but I'm doing stuff on, on there. It's... Restart. Yeah. 
It's it's, it's rest- okay. Um, it's not even a rebrand. It was it was dormant, <laughs> and now I finally got stuff on there again. It's V milk and cereal. Just, just slap a two point on on the back of it. That's what yeah. they do for dormant I, products now. I was thinking of doing that. Go yeah. for the whole Nickelodeon route. You know the whole you know Nickelodeon uh-huh. horse <laughs> throwing up on it. Yeah, is that milk and Start cereal? Start calling White yourself DC? the god of gabagool. You know. Oh. Yeah. Stop talking about it. Yeah. You know what? Go on Twitter. I got a link tree. Just click on my link tree. There, there you go. Oh, oh, there. Yes. I got film and TV debate show, which I'm hosting. I did it two years ago. I was I had a bold head two years ago. So there'll be some inconsistency of how I looked then and now. I look better now. <laughs> Listen, this is a good point to say. Make sure you follow all of the co-hosts and you give them a good subscribe. Steph, what about your YouTube channel? Yeah, go um, follow my YouTube channel, Stephanie Chase Wrestling. For those who have been asking, and I really appreciate everyone that sent me DMs and stuff, um, I am back to streaming in January. Um, Right at the beginning of January, I'll be back to streaming. And it's, yeah, I've got some different ideas. I actually just got something today that I can't wait to show everyone in January that's going to be part of my just I don't know like we not reinvention but just I needed Ooh. to take this um I needed to take like this month off and like yeah so January back to streaming about AW every single week and interviews and more stuff like that even more stuff so yeah I'm I'm very excited SB3 the true who heat brother talk to us yeah, go over True Hill Heat YouTube channel. We're uh, doing our last flagship podcast of the year on Saturday, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time, the fifth annual True Hill Heat Year End Awards. Uh, earlier today, I did AE Ramble with Jimmy Macaram and Marcus Cash. They surely did not like uh, Hangman Page and Brian Danielson as much as all of us did. So if you want an opposing view and want to see me react to that opposing view, go over to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel awesome please make sure you do support our guys like that I just want to mention this comment as well. So Upton Avondale said, I really thought Louis was going to show up for this one. Well, he'd, he'd have to be invited first and he, was, and he wasn't. Um, but uh, that, that, listen, that sounds worse than it is. Uh, I appreciate the brother and what he did for the early part of this show. But um, I wanted the final one to be about us four, right? Like, and uh, kind of what we've done. He, you know, good for him. He moved on and, and, and uh, progressed his career middle of the part but um yeah us four kind of held down wrestling daily and i wanted these presenters to get the chance on this one so all I, did, the best I, did, I did i did send him a link behind everybody's back but he never responded so he can't make it run in so oh he big leader i don't know yeah he big um, league me they ignored all me right. <laughs> chuck, chuck cassis says sad it's the final episode but what a fantastic episode of dynamite to end the show on he, you're not wrong we'll miss the 30 minute mocker monday marathon men there you go God bless. There you go. Uh, Mocha Monday was a great idea. Um, Bubba says, just finished Spider-Man, but couldn't miss the stream. Thank you, Bubba. <laughs> um, 
Chris Petru says a big thank you to all the amazing hosts, best mod team, and lovely fans for creating this amazing show. Um, awesome wrestling daily family and wonderful memories. Looking forward to following each of you on your future projects. Everyone is a good egg. Hashtag wrestling daily for life. How the f- did we get cancelled? Everyone loves this show. What's going on? Uh, there you go. Um, what the hell happened? <laughs> what the yeah. hell happened? Yeah, man. <laughs> I feel like I work for WWE. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Holly they wouldn't McMahon. have gave you they wouldn't have gave you a final week, to be fair. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. I, I didn't get a final solo show, so they yeah. it's true. It's true. God damn. They just man. put they just threw you in a multi-man match. Strowman her. Uh, I just wanted to use my. uh, This is John Arias, by the way. My first ultra chat to thank the four of you, Mod Mother, the mods, and all of the good eggs. Wrestling Daily was special. It was a family because we all made it one, and it won't be forgotten. I again, the the family community feel means a great deal to me. Um, Ensegur, this is the name that SP3 didn't want to attempt the other day. Uh, Thanks for the shows. Can't wait to see what you'll do next. Hope you have great holidays. Thank you, man. And Matty the Hot Scott. He's actually put that as his name. Uh, hey, Alex, Sat, SP3, and Steph. I should use your real name for the last uh, one. He says for Sid. Uh, thank you for the last 14 months. It's been so much fun. Five great wrestling people on here. I think there's only one way to end this. One more time. Can you do a best in the world impression? Keep up the good work. I mean, come on, brother. We, we've given you these best moments. But let me introduce you like this. Uh, <sighs> I ain't got it. Who, who, who wants to do it? Sat, Sat, have you actually done it before? Go on. You go, brother. I got, guys, I've got COVID, man. You know I can't. Oh, now <laughs> this. Now he's got COVID. Listen, now listen. That's COVID. why I always get water. Everyone, everyone got worried when I when I switched off the camera. I needed water. I'm I'm struggling here, guys. I can't. I can't. Project. Listen, it's it's Steph's final show, so I'll go. The best in the world, Stephanie J. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. There you go. Thank you didn't get you. your Thursday, so you get the best in the world. <laughs> Take solace in that. There you yeah, go. We got the ratings report from Winter is Coming. Uh, AEW did 948,000 viewers. Strong? Around the million strong. mark? I consider strong. Yeah. Yeah. As long as, yeah. as long as they hover around the million, I think to me is a good is a good sign. Keep building. Yeah. Um, a- yeah. A- no, you know, yo. When we meant to be doing this quiz thing, is that still happening? The quiz. No. Um, I said this on the show yesterday. You were watching the show yesterday, no? I don't know. Would you not? <laughs> I felt like you were. I, I felt like you I was COVID again. Co- yeah, COVID. You yeah. know, I was coughing up my lungs. Listen, ah! my partner banished me to this bedroom. This is where I'm staying until I get better. So <clears throat> get better, um, but don't want to get out that room. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So yesterday, um, the guy messaged me and said uh, that he just basically was kind of, he didn't want to do it in front of loads of people, basically. He got cold feet. Um, but that's okay. It's not for everybody. Um, and no you know, no problem there. We've had more time to talk about different stuff. He did, I don't know if I'm going to re- read this out, but he did um, write a poem. Should, should you want me to read the poem that he wrote for Wrestling Daily? 
No, you can read it to okay. us. Off Would you like this? This is our time. This is our time. <laughs> no. This is our time. This ain't poetry we, time. This is wrestling game time. Long. I didn't we come here. Listen. Look, listen. This poem has different sections for each of you. So I, I, I feel like I want to give you the, the goodness of the poem, right? You ready? Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, sure. Read, read it like Heidenreich. Yes. <laughs> read it in Haku right. form. In Haku yeah, yeah. form. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, again, I'm, I'm no poet, but here we go. Regrettably, it's time to take a last bow. Uh, the minute has arrived for an hour to change. Uh, the era has come to an end. Uh, oh, how strange. So let's share this chapter and celebrate it now. Alex Def, SV3, sat friends, even brood. Uh, akin so joyously inseparable, a relationship very memorable and in no way be apart, even in a feud. Uh, Stephanie Chase. Here you go. An essential addition, so right. A true breath of fresh air, so you are. Although you breeze, breathtaking by far. The AW Queen, take a bow, Miss Dynamite. There you go. Uh, Zai Nyangi, you may be new participation. But in this short time, um, it has been. This is very like Star Wars-esque. Uh, like you know, <laughs> the way, uh, you know what I'm saying, backwards, back to front <laughs> sentences. It does. Um, you know, charisma personified and your energy is caffeine. Uh, and the mystery E, anybody? Bo Inspiration, he says. I'm, I'm assuming that's a play on the Inspiration interview. Um, Sid Pillar Third. Oh, he's, he's hit you with that. Time-honoured legend, <laughs> you could say. Uh, gentleness and wisdom you have forever given. A loving father and supremely work-driven. I'll tell you what, your family is blessed, the wrestling world too. So bow away. There you go, mate. Take a bow. Uh, Alex McCarthy, the wrestling daily pillar. I think that's a he's done a play on words of your name there. Uh, and oh, just how time and time again, entertainment guaranteed to watch your show is a treasure indeed. The leader, the daily boy, justly take your last bow. There you go. The tribute from the man who didn't give us a quiz. I don't know why I let him have his poem, but there you go. It's all, <laughs> he's had it now. Uh, you know, I know he wanted to get that on air, so there you go. There's a treat for you, Tiger. He's he's been a loyal viewer to this show, so thank you very much, brother, for your kind words to everyone. Um, shall we jump into? We've already done an hour. Let's go a bit longer. Who wants yes. to go quickly through um some of the of the year awards? I'm going to start with Steph. Have you got a male and a female for me in 2021? Okay, um, female, I am going to go with Thunder Rosa. Uh, I know this was such a debate last year. Yes, I really think that Thunder Rosa um, has stepped it up so much. Brit is a unique thing. Um, Brit is wonderful, but I'm going to pick Thunder Rosa um, for my woman of the year. Man of the year. Ooh. That is really hard. Ethan can Page. you come back to me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I, I need to I think of all you, the men in my head. <laughs> I, I will tell you where I'm at. My my woman of the year, and, and this is partly from where she came to where she is now, is Bianca Belair. I feel like she's had a hell of a year when you factor in Rumble, Mania, Bailey work, and you know even Becky stuff is kind of sucked i guess but um i think she's had a hell of a year 
And for the man, I can't look past Brian Danielson. I know he had a big chunk out, but <laughs> Mania was great. And then, man, the stuff he's done in AEW, I just think is world class. I'm I'm so tempted to give it to Kenny over him because I think Kenny had a killer year as well. But it's it's really hard, man. It's really hard. Uh, Sv3, we got. I mean, uh, men, male wrestler of the year. I don't think it's very close. I think Roman Reigns had a great year as far as being the top star of the company. But his matches just weren't on the level of the two two other guys that are in the conversation, Shingo Takagi from New Japan. But, of course, New Japan had a down year, so I can't give it to him. So it goes to Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega yeah. got the, the, two high, the two biggest buy rates of, of Impact Wrestling of the past decade. The two biggest – the three biggest – the four – actually, all four pay-per-views. The four biggest buy rates in AEW history all happened this year with Kenny Omega as the AEW world champion. So he's a draw. He had great matches, Ray Phoenix, Hangman Page, Brian Danielson, Jungle Boy, list goes on and on. So he did that. And like Christian. the ratings, the rate Christian was another great match. The ratings was there. Like when you look at what you need for a male wrestler of the year, Kenny Omega checks the box, all of the boxes. Brian Danielson had a great last four months and a great first four months. But that yeah, middle I, portion, I that say, middle. Hey. No, no, but that middle portion is is the difference. It's the same yeah, thing of why Roman why Roman Reigns wasn't uh, the male wrestler of the year in 2020. He came back in August, so you can't you can't give a guy the the male wrestler of the year when he's the male wrestler of the last four months. It's just that female yeah, wrestler of the year. You've convinced oh. me on Kenny, but go on. Thank you, uh, female wrestler of the year. I want to go for Glenda Rosa because you know I'm biased. Um, but <laughs> I, like that. I can I can dig that I can dig it, yeah. But but since since I went and when I get I went against the grain last year, picking Thunder Rosa when uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey would have been uh, you know reasonable options as well. I could go with Bianca Belair, but her year has been down down since SummerSlam, so I can't I can't give somebody the best female wrestler of the first eight months. So if you look at the entire year, that is also a two person race. It's between Deanna Parata in Impact Wrestling, who had that, a phenomenal a year. But yeah, that's very good show. There's about 10 people that watch Impact Wrestling. So I'm gonna go with the person that people are watching. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Just just a um a, the one of the biggest homegrown stars in AEW, women's champion, the classic against Thunder Rosa. It's Britt Baker. That's a very reasonable case. Sat, what you got? So when we're voting, is it quality? Oh, is it quantity? It's your quality? criteria, mate. No, no, sure, you what you're looking for. It's your criteria. No, because the way the way SP3 was, was saying, like Brian Danielson, for me, if you just did September to now, quality matches, he can retire just based on those performances the last few months that he's done. But, but uh, to be clear, first few it, months, it's it's yeah. your again, it's your criteria. So, like if you if yeah. you're saying who's had the best matches and you think it is Brian Danielson, then hey, there you go. We've all make our own points. It's Brian Danielson, guys. Fast lane with Roman Reigns, WrestleMania triple threat match when he inserted himself and made a match extra great. And then the last match, you know, the loser leave SmackDown match, which he had, which was, that was incredible. Also good. Yeah, exactly. Then he comes back 30 minute match with Kenny Omega. It kind of reminded you who Brian Danielson was because he was gone from the indie wrestling scene for 10 years. You had to go on YouTube or, or torrents to find out what Brian Danielson was about <laughs> on RH. But the last few months, yeah, it's been like when you watch him wrestle, it's like a it's an incredible art 
just being displayed and you're just watching with it and it just feels beautiful, like a beautiful Monet. So I'm going with Brown Danielson as my male. In terms of female, I'm going to go Bianca Belair as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. After, after SummerSlam, she had good matches with Dewdrop on, on Raw. She had good matches with... Uh, with, you know, Charlotte Flair. She should have won the title there. But she's had consistently good TV matches when given the opportunity. Hey, if we're going to go there, we're going to go there, brother. She's had much better matches good, than Britt Good Baker. matches? I'm sorry. She's got better I, matches I, than Britt Baker. I, I, like I said, like I yes, said, I'm going to let you decide your own criteria. But a good match yeah, is usually a match criteria. I remember a week after it happened. And I don't remember I knew, any of the Dewdrop matches. So I knew this would happen. I'm just <laughs> saying. Yeah, I, just, I just had one last week, bro. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> Good. According to you, according to you, listen, man. Who remembers it? Who was it? Who was saying opinions are like assholes? Everyone has one. (laughs) I got got one. You got one. You got diarrhea. Oh, oh, of the verbal kind. Of the verbal kind. All right, hey, you've cast your opinion, Steph. What? Who's your man, and why is it Hook? (laughs) Hook was such a lit entry. I give me a give me a minute to talk about Hook's debut. Hook's debut was. Fantastic, like an yeah. all-time great first-time match. That kid has everything. It's not ironic. It's not a meme. He's actually got it, and he's in the right place. Hashtag hook gang. Hashtag hookers. Um, I can't wait to see what he can do. And I just like really. I, I think they did it perfectly. He carried himself perfectly. He's so young to have that confidence. And as I keep saying, he's the only guy in wrestling that actually looks like a part of modern, cool society, youth culture. Mm. Wrestling's always at least 10 years behind with men and the freaking stuff they were, and whether it be in or outside of the ring. Like, this is the first guy that's like it and now. Anyway, kudos to Hook. Um, He's amazing. But anyway, man of the year, it is Steph's criteria. So Steph thought about who she has enjoyed the most this year when it comes to matches, promos, storylines, everything, and general presence. Um, So there's two men that I want to shout out. Firstly, I have to say, even though he came in late in the year, I am going to say CM Punk. CM Punk um, returning meant more to me than anything in wrestling has meant to me in years. Um, And him being back, I think he's been great since he's been back. He's not been the same CM Punk at all. It's been something different. And it's not you know, maybe what I envisioned, or maybe it's even not what I wanted, but I still, I love seeing him in AEW and what he's done. And I know from the glimpses we've certainly seen during this MJF feud that 2022 is going to be a great year for CM Punk, but we're going to get so much more out of him. And I'm just so glad he's back. And I literally cried seeing CM Punk in person, so I can't even pretend that he doesn't mean so much to me. And shout out for CM Punk for his T-shirt last night and for doing that and for standing up for women and women's rights. Um, And then also, um, second one, uh, I know he's not someone that would be top of anyone's wrestler of the year list at all, but... I love him very much. Eddie Kingston, this is a guy who, like last year, came into this company without even a contract. He proved himself. He has been given spots that are, you know, not top guy spots, but every spot he outshines 
everyone. To me, he outshone Moxie and he and he did better than he outpromoted CM Punk. And Kingston's match with Punk is one of my top three matches of the year. I saw it live, and honestly, all I could think of was if I couldn't see this man come back, thank God I got to see him face Eddie Kingston because um, Kingston has it. And I hope he has an even bigger year next year too because he's one of those guys that could just suddenly like catch fire in the summer or something, and the next thing you know, Eddie Kingston's champion. Like That wouldn't even be that much of a shocker because Eddie Kingston can catch fire at any moment because people just relate to like how that man speaks and carries himself. Mm. So, yeah, Eddie, Eddie and CM Punk are my guys of the year. Good picks, good picks. Um, let's go quickly, or quicker, I should say, with Matt. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll say, no, I mean for all of us. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll kick things off here. It's it's really hard. Like there's a lot of, and I'm, I'm I'll be honest. Most of my contenders, of course, are going to be AEW and WWE based. Um, the 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 one I think I felt the most, which is what I'm going to go with, that I was gripped on, was Bianca and Sasha at WrestleMania. I loved that match. I still love it now. I thought it was perfect for what it had to be at that time. I honestly can't separate that from Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker's lights out. So it makes it so I honestly couldn't say this is better, right? Anyone could say either one was better and they wouldn't be wrong, right? Like they're they're different and they're both amazing. So I can't really separate them. Um, but I think maybe the significance and stage of Sasha and Bianca is only why I might perhaps nod it in this year debate. <laughs> but again, like I feel Danielson, Omega, all of these guys have got a ton where you could make a good case to say that was great. Um, ah, I don't know. It's a tough one. Um, but I think I'll edge, not edge. I'll go with uh, Bianca and Sasha back against the wall. Sat, what about you? Is that for overall male female categories? That overall, just match overall number one, match number one match of the year, man. Oh man, uh, yeah. From Shingo Takagi versus Willow Spray wrestling Dontaku. That was an f- incredible match. That for me is my number one still in terms of women's because I, I have to give a shout out. Bianca and Sasha was like poetry in motion. That match for me made me respect Sasha even more as an in-ring performer. Her selling was incredible and the whole pacing of the match was incredible. So those are my top two matches. Steph, what about you? What's your match of the year? Um, I wish I had more time to think about it, but I will <laughs> say... I will say um, CM Punk, Eddie Kingston um, at full gear, but I also want to say that I think the two most important matches of the year are both women's matches, which I think is really great, and that is Sasha and Bianca, and it is also um, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa was Correct. Um, an important an important match for a different reason of um, evolving how women are seen and presented in television. And obviously, like, we know how important Sasha and Bianca was. So it's great that women's wrestling that used to be treated so badly is now being given the opportunity to have importance and make statements in different ways. And <coughs> What about you, Sid? Uh, I've had three instances where I was like, 
I've seen the match of the year. It has changed three times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. started, started on started on January fifth uh, when I saw Kota Ibushi versus Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom. I thought that was fantastic. Forty seven minutes, just a classic. Um, I changed it again after I saw Osprey and Shingo uh, wrestling Dontaku. That six star classic. Just like you'll never see that type of pace in like a thirty eight minute. Like we just we just talked about Brian Danielson's pacing in that hour match, but Will Osprey and Shingo was like Okada omega type pacing uh but the match of the year for me is all out 2021 the steel cage match lucha bros versus yeah. the young bucks yeah i did not think they could top what they did when i saw it live at all out 2019 but they took it to a next level they mixed in the the high flying tag team wrestling of the young bucks and motor city machine guns era with lucha libre inspired spots lucha libre blow off type of bloody steel cage match and that dive at the end perfect Five it five. was lunacy. Yeah. It was lunacy. It was amazing. Uh, I love it that we all had, a, you know, the women were a present in pretty much everyone's discussion there as well. Like you just said, I think it was a, a great year for them. Lest we forget, it was the first main event for the women in AEW was yes. Baker and Rosa. First, so, first lights out main event of Dynamite as well. So. Exactly. Man. And I um, love the fact they focus more on that than it being the first woman's main event. They yes. talked about, mm. if you go back and watch the match, because I just did recently for our end of year over on True Hill Heat, they they focus more on it being the first lights out match on dynamite more than it being yeah. the first women's match. So I love yeah. they did that. Yeah, the only real mention of it being the first women's main event was Khan, I think, in an interview kind of the week yeah. before. The actual presentation of it was more about the competitors, which I thought was great. Yes. Um, That's what we need. Like, don't patronize us, platform us. You know, we don't need to hear like, uh, are we great doing this for women all the time? Just <laughs> do it and let the but women there. do the work. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, because the spots speak for themselves, and I, I and that's another yeah. reason why I think Sasha and Bianca is so amazing. It yeah. was a mania main event. No one could tell me any different. Yes, yeah. and they lived up right. to every bit of like hype um, and pressure that was that w was on them. That that would have been a mania main event, like no matter what. It was they did so well on that stage. Yeah. I agree. That was Shall my. We Sorry. Go on, uh, brother. Go on. No, I was going to say, that was my definitely my WWE uh, main roster match in the year, but I got to yeah, shout out same, uh, yeah. Balter versus Ilya Dragunov from TakeOver That's 36. Good, yeah, that, was, that was probably the best WWE match of the year, overall. Yeah, yeah, no, no arguments. Let's go to the live chat, shall we, to finish some things off. Let's see what some people are saying in there. Uh, Carol Wand Rowcroft says, question, Alex. You know my question. Do you have an answer? She's asking if the Wrestling Daily videos are going to live on. I understand that they will, but I haven't had confirmation from Ollie yet, so I don't want to jump the gun on anything. But as I understand it, Yes, the Wrestling Daily episodes will live on and there will be evidence that this show existed. Uh, so, <laughs> there you go. Um, I need it for, I need it for we references. Exist. We exist. We existed. We happened. Uh, Mary Pencil Dan says, Sat, now is the time. There has never been a better time. What does E really stand for? Everything. I'll give y'all a hint. 
I will sing the theme song of the wrestler he is named after. This is what you call domination. This is an conversation. <laughs> no, this is what you call domination. Skill, <laughs> a concentration. To rise to the occasion, do something amazing. Everything that you could do, I dominated. I dominated. The last ECW champion, okay? Mm. That, that's right. what the middle name stands for. <laughs> Sid. Matty says, I asked this question last December, but obviously Sat wasn't here. So Sat, what's your McDonald's order? Oh, I don't eat McDonald's. I eat the... Of course you don't. Wrap. Look at the size of that man. He don't eat McDonald's. Look at him. I he eat a chicken wrap. I, I eat for the proteins. I eat a chicken wrap. I don't eat the burgers. I've seen enough documentaries, memes, you name it. So I got the hint. I ain't going to eat their burgers, but I eat their chicken wrap. The chicken wrap is nice. It's a sweet and sour one. Protein gains. Uh, Smeggle says, uh, does this mean that proposed WrestleTalk versus Wrestling Daily WrestleMania War Games isn't happening anymore? Probably not. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out that we will do something with it in the future, but no, the 15k thing quite obviously is not gonna happen. <laughs> but I still challenge, yeah. I still challenge the Church of Lovely Friendos. Four of yeah. us against four of them. There's like six of them in the group. The four of us, we take all of them on. I mean, I'm, that's a I'm challenge. Down. I'm down. Dan, um, Dan, cut this and send it to them. We challenge them. Eight men tag, Quizomania. There's some questions in here. A shock says, Does wrestling daily invade Cultaholic? I don't think so, but you know, <laughs> you guys are welcome to. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to Newcastle. That, that sound, yeah, that sounds like a good something against Cultaholic. I absolutely don't. I love the guys, but still. Uh, Matty says, Has Sat ever said what he really stands for? God, this is the biggest taboo subject. That. And yeah, Cinder. Decided to do 1998 Shawn Michaels and just, you know, dropping hints. Yeah, it, hint. it's been revealed, man. Yeah, it's been hinted. You just decipher the, the song that we just sang for you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. That, yeah I think that's the reason why I sang it wrong. So, yeah, I wouldn't get it immediately, of course. <laughs> Come on. It's man. not like I didn't uh, remember this song. Yeah. Uh, Ishak, I'll let Steph take this one. What do you think of no debuts coming yesterday? Um... I, di I didn't mind. I was absolutely expecting that this was all Wyndham is coming. I was I was expecting that. And then when it didn't happen, it's like, well, if you do a debut at every big show, then that's just like a gimmick, isn't it? And one day you're going to run out of people. I The only thing I would have changed is honestly how they laid out that ending. I don't think they should have turned the lights out because lights out means we're all expecting someone new. And I don't yeah. think they should have said on commentary Tony Khan has a match announcement and then the match setup was an angle. So it's like, well, no, he didn't because how would he have known that they were going to come out and attack and things were going to end like that. So I think that the last couple of minutes of the show, I would have done a little bit differently. Um, yeah, but it didn't bother me that there was no debut and there's always big shows coming up with AEW. So whoever's coming, I mean, I think, I think there might be a, a gift from from Adam Cole coming soon, mm -hmm. like next week. Yeah. Next week, Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Bot Walker says, "This is not a question at all." In my opinion, <laughs> <laughs> question. In my opinion, Brian Dennison's every better than Kenny in every attribute. It's question. quite a question. It's a statement, but um, and also. 
probably a wrong one. I mean, they've both got their strengths. Come on now. They're both world-class. That's what I would say. Definitely definitely a wrong one. And I'm slightly, uh, I, I think this is a WWE made bot since his first name is Bot. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, anyway. uh, Matty says, Steph, how was it belting out Judas at AEW? It was awesome. Um, yes. So I, <laughs> at the Rampage show, it was like a trial run because they just, um, Jericho just came out to do commentary. So um, it was like, wasn't filmed. So it felt like this was like practice, you know, like school practice before yeah, it. Yeah. Then um, at full gear, it was full on, you know, for the whole inner circle. That was absolutely amazing. And yeah, the doing it at full gear was really just really really cool everyone loves that song i love that song it was great i really wanted to belt out Judas so much <laughs> i was probably going for it too much um uh, upton evendale says how great would it be if jay white popped up in steph's show with I'd a carton of milk i'd be so confused like why would he bring milk um, how did he get in my house All kind of... <laughs> yeah he just broke into my house with milk yeah. um, he, he used that'd be really odd. but honest to god i think i could book like a platform jay white better than new japan have been going so if, if jay white wants to come and just be like my uh co-host or streaming partner on my own youtube channels i think he'd probably get more attention than he is right now anyway <laughs> <laughs> sp3 anyway. bringing up his his great match at Wrestle Kingdom with Coda would just like set off my head with like how badly like this match they followed up. Like yeah, no, the the pan. I don't think the pandemic affected anyone career wise more than Jay White, and that's a hill I will die on. Like, I, really, really, he is. He's like a one man NWA. Oh shoot! Oh, that, that's, 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 that's rough. That's that's. that's that's a scorching Christmas. <laughs> that was, but yeah, I mean, Jay White is just like uh, missed opportunities. His twenty twenty one that promo after that promo after that Wrestle Kingdom, promo, they didn't follow up. <laughs> that promo is one of the best promos I've ever yes. seen, and it had all the freaking um, like WWE idiots on Twitter pretending they'd ever heard of this man, being like, "Yeah, I know he's really good. I can't wait until he turns up," and it's like whatever. And that <laughs> it was so. So good, and they never followed it up with anything. He just came back and it was like, oh yeah, I'll just you know do something with Ishii here. And it's like, what? What? <laughs> like when the bullet club's being taken over by evil, nobody likes evil, and you, nope. you just have this set up, and it's like, what are you doing? Release this man so he can actually <laughs> do good things because he was in a good place, but then like everyone's life's been affected by the pandemic and he is not in a good place anymore being under new japan contract set jay white free let him fly he'll be the top guy in aw within like two weeks of debuting <laughs> uh Bursey boy <laughs> says uh who are your favorite interviews of 2021 and why is that i assume they mean interviews we've conducted i assume uh sat i suspect i know yours there's only one man, Jess McKay is a huge fan of Sae. That was a great interview. It was, my, it was my debut. A Mac, he gave me the shine. So thank you, Alex McCarthy. You started my uh 
path here as a personality on YouTube. So Alex, man, he paved the way for me, man. He he got me this gig. He got me the interview. So that's for me, my favorite one, my only one so far. He, he nearly hooked me up with another interview with one of my favorites of all time. It didn't happen because I was at work. So again, Alex, gift that keeps on giving. I love you, brother. You got it, brother. Uh, Steph, you've had a varied year as well. What about you? What are your favorites? Um, Adam Pierce stands out. Um, oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Adam Pierce. Do you know um, Do you know what I loved that you did? Sorry, this is random. Uh, I assume it was this year. Best Friends? Yes, Best Friends. That was I a liked good it. One. I thought it was a yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah there was, it, that was very interesting, um, being like the, the lone person. <laughs> There's so many of them. The conductor. Um, I love yeah, but I, I thought that was a great opportunity for me to like to, to just be given them all together. It was amazing. And Orange Cassidy speaking was so cool. Um, Britt Baker as well. I really enjoyed talking to uh, Deanna Perazzo, um as well. As always, Chris Jericho. And um, yeah, I think it's been a great, a great year for interviews. And please go watch them all, guys. Yes, do that on Steph's YouTube channel. SB3, what about you, man? I saw you in action in New York City. What uh, What about you? Yeah, I mean, this year for uh, young SP3, uh, I, I, if you told young SP3 that I would interview Mickey James and Jeff Hardy in one year, I would have never believed you, but I was able to do that this year. But I, I would say my favorite interview was not even, didn't even feel like an interview. It just felt like three friends talking with one another. And I'm usually nervous before my interviews, uh, but daddy, big daddy, dangly daily with me and alex that just felt like a good time it just felt like three friends talking with one another which kind of flowed into my interview with the good brothers i wasn't as nervous as i would have been because of that conversation that we had here on wrestling daily so those two combined probably the best so you're telling me it's not del rio no (laughs) because a lot of people were upset with that Alex was like, you mind doing this interview with, for me? I don't know. Nah, I don't want to do it. I didn't say, do you mind doing it? I said, I ain't doing it. But if you want it, you can have it. And you said, sure, I'll scoop that in up. Because I take the heat. I take the heat. And I asked, I asked him about everything people would want to know about. I asked him about Paige. I asked him about his court case. I don't care. I'm uh, proud of that interview. Yeah, yeah, as you should be, but but also that guy. Oh, um, absolutely. absolutely, you know. Uh, absolutely. I mean, for me, um, MJF tearing me apart was a bit of a highlight, I guess. Um, pube chin and all that good stuff. Uh, I had him twice this year as well. I had him like on here, and in talk sport, and both times he was great value. Uh, Jeff Hardy again was was cool for me. Just like to get an extended time talking with Jeff Hardy was was cool. Um, my childhood sang. Um, you know, I've had a, I did Conor McGregor in January. I know this is outside of wrestling. That was pretty cool. And like Dana White, um, you know, that, that is Conor McGregor is arguably one of the most famous people on earth. So it was pretty cool to yeah. be able to speak to him. Uh, although he wasn't happy, he'd just been knocked out. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head some of like the big wrestling ones that I've had this year. Biggie. Yeah, oh yeah. Do you know what that is? Yeah, Biggie is great. Um, because it was great that I had a great interview of him anyway, but then I saw him in London and we had another one. And Sat was there, he'll tell you. Sat so Sat jokingly, which I was actually mad about, shoot mad about at the time, was like, um, 
oh, big E, you said, you said Alex is the best. I was like, don't say that because he's coming over. But he did anyway. Uh, and then he did. E, he did. You know how I remember? He's here on Talk Wrestling, home of the Big E push. How are you, Big E? I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Alex. Uh, and thank you for being arguably the greatest voice in, in all of, of wrestling. I mean, I think you make very sound um, decisions, tweets. You, you know you know what I'm saying? It's all good. It's it's in, And I very much appreciate you and all that you do. So uh, the pleasure, honestly, if, if we're being honest, really is, is mine. Uh, I, I, would, I, would, I would pay. I would honestly pay to, uh, to, to, to do this interview. But thankfully, I don't have to. That's how gracious you are. <laughs> You what well, you don't know what you've done, Biggie. You've just given me a clip that I will use for eternity against anything. That's Somebody yours. will badmouth me one day and I'll go, What about this though? What mm. about this? What about that though? Yeah. Like that's so I will awesome. use it. Uh I will keep that forever. <laughs> By the way, Bot Walker's playing up. What's he talking about here? Um now he says nobody should respect Hogan. You bang on the money, but you can't deny he's a wrestling goat. We're not denying that. We're just saying he's a bad bad. I goat. am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Let's let's talk about him being a wrestling goat. Oh, Only thing yeah, we... is piggyback no. off the back of Kevin Nash and Scott Ho to stay relevant. His act wasn't working. All what happened was NWO was never his idea. It was Eric Bischoff that approached him. It was Scott Hall and Kevin Nash that had the cool factor. All that grandpa did is write the coattails of two cool young men that was hip to the demographic. Get that listen, old ass out of here. Stick like garbage. I, I am not here to defend Hogan, so I'm not going to. But there you go. <laughs> let, 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 there's more to what you just said, but I'm not going to. He, he's got no defender in me, so there you go. Um... <laughs> Never mind. Uh, what should we do? We'll do th three more. How about that? Three more. Uh, I'm scouring through the live chat. Don't know if you, if anyone else is here. Yeah, SB3. I'm, I'm looking at you. <laughs> 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 uh, Matty oh, says, this is, "This is this is." Oh, go on, go with that. Yeah, go on. I was gonna say, uh, we got Assad saying, "Who do you see as the top?" men's and women's champions in AEW, Raw, SmackDown, Impact, and NXT this time next year. Jesus Christ, man. God. A lot. Well, CM Punk for AEW. CM Punk and Thunder Rosa for AEW. Um, Raw, Kevin Owens, and Liv Morgan. Uh, SmackDown, Roman Reigns, <laughs> Roman Reigns will still be yeah, probably <laughs> yeah Roman Reigns and uh, women let's go with <laughs> Sasha Banks Sasha Banks I don't think too much will change over on Smackdown uh, Impact let's go Josh Alexander and Roxy Roxy from Ooh. ROH I think she's going to sign with Impact uh, and Ooh. NXT Braun Breaker will be the champion as long as Roman Reigns is a champion when they verse champion versus champion at WrestleMania 30. No, WrestleMania 40. Uh, and <laughs> uh, women's champion, Cora J. I have nothing to add to that. Uh, Steph? Um, I'm going to say MJF for AEW. I think he's going to get it this year at some point, maybe at the end. Um, Raw, I don't give a shit. 
um, maybe Dewdrop <laughs> will get a title at some point. None of that will make me watch it. SmackDown still going to be the Roman show because no one else is any good. Mm-hmm. Impact, yeah. I can see um, Deanna like regaining the title at some point. Um, and she's just great. Uh, NXT, Broadbaker, and Cora Jade, I think, is the safest bet on that. I like Cora Jade. Um, oh, so I like Kamala Hayes. I could see um, Riddle, not not me personally, but I could see WWE pushing Riddle to a spot. Yay. That... Oh, oh. <laughs> a- <laughs> oh, wow. At AEW, I'm going to go with uh, MJF, uh, Raw, uh, Kevin Owens, because he resigned. So I see him finally holding gold again. WWE gold for the first time, because he's only won Universal. Uh, SmackDown, uh, Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins if he wins the Rumble, I don't know. Impact, Josh Alexander, you have to run it back. Uh, they've botched him since he's lost the title. He's kind of cooled off a bit. So Josh Alexander, uh, women's division. Taya Valkyrie, if she goes back to Impact, maybe, maybe not. Uh, NXT, Brom Breakers champion. And Cora Jade's getting that push. So she could end up being, you know, winning the title, women's title. So yeah. Tag team titles on NXT, I don't know. <laughs> Imperium, no. MSK, have another run. MSK Brooke, forever. Brooks Fuck. and Jensen are going to win this act. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The good old boys, yeah. yeah. Proud boys. Proud boys. Brothers, baby. Uh, Hector Rodriguez says, uh, what will you miss most about Wrestling Daily? Um, for me, it's the money. No, I'm only joking. Um, Good night, jabronis. You don't know a work when it's a work. No, I'm only joking. Um, I, <laughs> to, be, to be honest, um, the main thing I loved about Wrestling Daily, uh, and again, this is from the bottom of my heart kind of thing. When when this was set up and they said, like, who do you want to do it with? I was very adamant about having Steph and SP3. That was like, uh, it was very important to me. I've said this a million times that it wasn't just people that look like me on this show having a voice. Um and man, I feel like nobody could has done it better than Wrestling Daily, in my opinion, in that in that space. Um, and then when Sat came along, man, I had other ideas. Um, at the t- I didn't even know who Sat was, obviously, at this point. Uh, Joe Holbert was was spoken about maybe coming in the show, and there was a couple of other ideas. And then they showed me the tape, the infamous tape that uh, Sat sent into Wrestle uh, to Wrestle Talk, and I was like, that that's the guy. Get him in. Get him in. Um, and I'm so glad that I've been able to meet Sat and obviously become friends with him. And, and, you know, now he's, he's kind of off to the races doing his thing. So to see what you three have done 14 months on from when this started, uh, you know, Steph was already someone I admired greatly in the space, but look at her YouTube channel and she's really become like the AEW person in this space, I think. Um, yeah. SB3, the uh, same as like for you, man. Like, true, he continues to grow patrons. You're making waves on Sports Kida and Wrestle Talk. Uh, it's just a delight to see all of you grow and blossom, not directly as a result of this show at all, but like it's kind of nice to have done it shoulder to shoulder, I feel like, and as a kind of family, like that, that does mean something to me. Um, and the second thing is just the great people. We said this earlier. They're like, I look in the chat right now, I see Richard Pugh, I see Cyclone, Hector, who asked this question like Uptown Avondale, Carol Wands. I could do that all day. Like there are so many people that have been so loyal to this show, which I think is wild. Like I remember we were hour each night and these people are back every night to give their time to us. Like that's not lost on me at all. I don't know anything that I give that much 
love and attention to outside of like my, you know what I mean? So um, when I think about that, sometimes it makes me feel great about what we've done. So it, it's just, it's, I'm sad that it's coming to a close, but also I'm really proud in, in a way of the stuff that we've done. And I'm glad that we got the opportunity to do it. Cause I don't feel like, uh, I feel like we did it the right way. That's what I'll say. Uh, have you guys got anything to add, Steph? Uh, well, I echo everything you, you just said. I couldn't have said it any better, but I will miss having time to talk with you every week, Alex, on air about AEW. I love talking to you about wrestling so much, and it was just so great. I mean, we did get, I did get the best day, but um, to, have, like, <laughs> to have you as yeah. the person beside me to talk to you about AEW, and back in the day when it used to be NXT versus AEW, it was so much fun. Um, yeah. I'm just so glad that um, that I was with you doing this. And no, it's been great. I'm glad. I'd have to, everyone would be like, <laughs> there'd be like 10 minutes left in the show. Oh, we're going to talk about NXT now. Every week. Every week. Every week. Every week. Never fail. Uh, it was great. SP3, what about you, man? Um, I'm just very happy to have been a part of this. Um, you know, it's not a lot of like, I think this is something me and Sad have discussed a lot. There's not a lot of uh, content creators out there that look like us. So Alex, you given me the opportunity to be here and, you know, be a form of representation on WrestleTalk, I think was very, very uh, cool. And I owe, owe Alex a lot for that. Like, he's not just uh, one of my friends. He's like, yeah, I consider him my family. That's why I got him a Christmas gift. So, <laughs> of course. And Steph, like, the, the few times I was able to do this with Steph has been great. And funny thing, uh, not a lot of people, we've never said this before, but literally the week before Wrestling Daily started was the first time I ever met Steph because I had her on True Hill Heat. And then like a day or so after we filmed True Hill Heat, she hit me up and she was like, oh, you're doing Wrestling Daily with Alex? I am too. Oh, that's cool. It's a small world. So like, it was just great. Like we had that yeah. connection. We were able to connect with each other over there. I've been able to be on her channel and then being here, being the brother and sister of Wrestling Daily has just been an awesome ride for the past 14 months. I said this on Monday, but I'll echo it again. Sat, what you were able to do is honestly amazing to me because mm -hmm. for someone, for something that's already up and going, for someone to, you know, come in like 10, uh, nine months into the run and just come in so smoothly and just be a part and just, you know, you, you have good chemistry with everyone you've been on the screen with, and you've been such an integral part over the last couple of months that I have to commend you for that. I have to commend Steph for being the voice uh, on content creators when it comes to AEW and Alex, what you do with talk sport is just amazing. I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, you know suck up to you or anything when i call you the face of uk wrestling journalism and wrestling media because you're doing it and you're opening the door for other people to do it so that makes you a true leader because there's a lot of content creators that look like me and sat that would have never gave me and sat a, a, a no. shot and some of y'all know what i'm talking about if you read my twitter but alex mccarthy <laughs> is not one of those dudes he's one that will open the door for anyone and open and give other people opportunities that might not be that known so you deserve all the credit for the successes to come but i'm glad to be a part of this team this family that we have created here and that includes each and every one of you watching because you are the most important part of wrestling Day. yeah that's the, that's the thing with with uh just to jump on what sp3 said there a little bit uh i've never seen someone be beloved so quick as sat 
Like I felt like you settled in so well and was able to showcase your charisma. Um, I know you didn't get the full ride, as it were, but like you know, from what you you did do, I thought you did amazingly well. Like, um, what has it been like for you, kind of getting involved? I guess, like, and to answer that question, you know, mm-hmm. what are you going to miss mm-hmm. most about joining here? Guys, I've had a great six months. Uh, Steph, I know we we only had one show together, but I appreciate we got to do it. At least I can say we've done a show together once and I had a good time. Yes. You, I, your sense of humor is like mine, off the cuff. <laughs> um, I want to give someone a thanks that I've, I've never done it on air, but nice suit, but I have to. I want to thank my friend Will Ospreay. He's the one who got in contact with Oh, me. he's finally broke the phone. He did it! it! Oh, he finally God, did it! <laughs> no, I have to keep it real. Listen, he got injured in Japan, came to the UK. I went to see him straight away to find out how he was, he was doing. We sit there talking and I, I told him, you know, I got aspirations to get into radio and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of my own stuff, I felt stagnant. And I went to him, I would love to do stuff on, on WrestleTalk, but there ain't people like me on, on content creation. You know, I've seen SP3 on Wrestling Daily. I, I caught a few episodes and then I was thinking, I want to do something like that. There's no one like that looks like me, sounds like me, because... Every time you say black person, they're usually American. But, you know, in terms of a black person <laughs> with an English accent, you know, it just help or whatever. Uh, yeah, Will spoke to Oli Davis and he got his email and he said, you know, give the email, contact him. And I didn't want to, like, send a, a rubbish email about myself. So I sent a video, the infamous video, guys. One day I'll, I'll let it out. I sent the video in. AMAC didn't have to, you know, pick me, but he chose me on the strength of me squirting baby oil on my bare chest. I got my girlfriend. I was like, trust me, it's wrestling. They, they, they'll love it. She squirted on my, you know, squirted on my chest. I rubbed it all over my body and I got the gig. Thank you, Louis, for quitting. If you didn't leave, I will not be here. So thank you, Louis. <laughs> Uh, then yeah, I got to learn from you guys. I got to be on the learning tree. The first couple of months, I was quite, you know, quiet. I was just taking things in. Mocha Mondays is when I finally got to feel like, you know what? It's Monday. I'm going to just see what works. I'm just going to be myself and just say stuff. And then people took to it really kindly. And it eventually rubbed over to Tuesday because me and ABAC, we start getting into debates and like Triple H's run and, and so forth. But it's been fun. So thank you guys. It's been great six months. Uh, it's not the end. I'm still gonna be working with these guys in some capacity, but I got to live a dream. A fan, like all of you guys, to be on this show amongst these greats, these content creators, guys. They got stuff on podcast channels. These guys are amazing. I'm just some guy that's come in six months in. So yeah, thank you, all of you guys. You've been incredible. I've learned so much from from you, all of you guys. Thank you so much. I feel like that is a great way to signal the end of the show, man. Like, you know. We know that Sati Niangi is best friends with Will Ospreay. SB3's wife works in the office at WWE. It's all coming out here on Wrestling Daily. Um, just as the curtain comes down. Once again, I want to thank all three of you. Uh, but the mod mother as well. Ollie for giving us a shot in the first place. Um, Pete Quinella for his work on the show. Rich Dunn. There's a, a multitude, obviously, of mods as well that worked on the show. I just want to thank all of you for, for giving us this opportunity and helping us develop this uh, community that was something that I felt passionate about always. You know, I think I've always said on Twitter, like, make your corner as welcoming and as nice as possible. Like, that's just an ethos I like to carry. Um, and I felt like that carried over to Wrestling Daily, that the people who wanted to talk about wrestling and wanted to join us, they were the right guys. Uh, and unfortunately, we have to come to a close. But all of us, are working in the in the industry still 
I'll tell you this right now. I will continue to work with all three of these people. Steph was on my TalkSport show before this even existed. So um, you will continue to see all of these guys and hopefully this partnership. Hopefully this foursome one day in the future. But until then, True Heat YouTube channel, Stephanie Chase's YouTube channel, whatever the hell Sat said his channel was earlier. Uh, milk and make- cereal. Milk and cereal. <laughs> there you go. 2.0. Two point milk and cereal 2.0, ladies and gentlemen. I want to shout out yeah. to my mom. I love you, mom. She was watching the show. <laughs> yeah. Mama Niangi. But, you know, that, that's a good note for us to say. Thank you very much for joining us here on Wrestling Daily. For the last time, we love you all and take care. Bye-bye. And remember, cocaine... Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.